Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! All right, welcome in. Wednesday morning, you're listening to Three Dudes with a View. It's a... It's a warm Wednesday morning with uh, a little. It's 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 dark and dreary, uh, not raining. I don't believe I had to use my windshield wipers on the way in. It so, rained overnight. Yeah, it rained rain overnight, overnight, but it's still dark and dreary. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Are you out there driving the bus? Yes, sir. Good morning, everybody. Just a lowly bus driver. Uh, <laughs> a lot of humility in that job, isn't it, Clayton? That's right. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Just minding my own business. <laughs> All right. And, and, and watching Tucker Carlson nightly. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I don't guess you're supposed to have an opinion if you're a bus driver. That's sort of what they said, isn't it? Or not, your opinion is not worthy because you're a lowly bus driver is the way I took it. All right. Dude number right. one, Mr. Jim York, how you doing? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody out there. Man, Clayton, I'm sorry you watched Tucker Carlson. He gives you so much bull, it's a shame. Almost like that opinion piece in, in USA Today say, Dark Brandon shows up for for the State of Union message and mops the floor with the Republicans. Mr. York, if I'm ever home at 7 o'clock to watch uh, uh, Tucker Carlson, it's a miracle. <laughs> I usually try to, yeah. I usually try to stick around for Joy Reid on MSNBC. So. Well, that's that's good knowledge too. You know, that's that's the best knowledge rather than that 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 uh, renegade that you call Tucker Carlson. <laughs> All right, regular special guest dude Debbie Matthews. How you doing? Good morning. So glad to be here. Glad to have you. Now, what was that headline you were reading from USA Today, Mr. York? It it says uh, that. Dark Brandon shows up for the State of the Union, mops the floor with the lost Republicans. Okay. Sounds like a Gannett headline to me. Yeah. Uh, USA Today, and and they're talking about the fact that, you know, there was a lot of disrespect, jeering. Your your lead, uh, Jira, Margaret Taylor Greene, with her her, uh, Russian coat on, a Russian jacket or whatever she had on, was just jeering and after reports said that McCarthy had asked them not to be disrespectful and they don't pay attention to McCarthy. He's just like a zero hole in a place up there. Well <laughs> Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch it. Did you, Debbie? I couldn't bear myself to watch it. I mean I saw the repeats <clears throat> over the news overnight. No I, my my husband would have thrown the television out the back door five minutes in it just can't i couldn't stand there and watch somebody lie to me i can't yeah. do that yeah I, I had no interest in doing that well uh, you know the president of the united states gives a national speech and and people are not informed enough to watch what's even being said so we are more informed you can't even complain about what was said or we what are, he's doing we, listen, you don't know what's going on i know exactly on. what was said but and I don't need somebody so lying to me. It's the same thing every, every time. I know. It's I know. <clears throat> I know. And then they same talking points. Yeah. 
I mean, I know that my inflation is up. I also know that he took it over when it was 1.4% inflation, and he's telling me that it, that he got inherited this inflation. I don't need somebody to lie to me, Jim. He's going to tell he, me the border's he, he secure. He didn't even talk about inflation other than mention it one time. See that? There you go, uninformed. You don't know what He's going to mention in, uh, inflation. He didn't mention Kamala Harris. As the uh, borders are. Chip jobs in a current, talk about building factories in this country creating jobs for chips and made in America and starting in America. That's what was a lot of his speech, how bridges and the infrastructure is being developed after years and years of promises. And that's taking place. And he talked about the welfare of the people, how to how to start, how many new businesses, small businesses have started in this country since his administration's taken over. You know, I mean, what I, I want mean, him it's to, all just—it's all just lies. It's and, theater, and, and I'm—I'm I'm proud of the Republicans for acting out because you, among others, Miss York, have been trying to push this lie that that Republicans want to cut um, um, Social you know, Security and the Social Security and and Medicare, and the Republicans have no intention of doing any such thing. And so, correct, correct. But, but, Last night he got them to commit by standing and say they would not touch Medicare. Oh, that's the way you see that. Okay. Yeah. No, they've yeah. just been he lied got them about. All stand because he mentioned that and they start. Oh no, we didn't say that. He'd say, "Okay, show me by standing uh, that you support all right, keeping well, Medicare and keeping Social Security." And they all stood up. So right then and there, that's the public you, knew where the they span. were at. So it's they're not the going. They're not going to deal with Social Security and Medicare anymore. They're not going to pick on that. And you and other Democrats have been straight up lying about their intention to do it for some time now. Yep. And I want to start talking about, I don't ever want to hear creation of jobs. It's restoration of jobs after the pandemic. I don't want to hear creation at all. We're talking and about this, new jobs, new We are talking about restoration of jobs, not creation of jobs. And we're still way down. So... I just can't wait for this January jobs report to be a retraction again like last year's was when only 10,000 were created when they had stated it was well over a million. You know, you put out that good number in January before the State of the Union. It's all spin. It's all subdiffused. The people on the ground, American people, know what their life is like right now, and they're not happy. In fact, they're well, ticked. Well, I'm not saying everybody's happy with no, the way the economy's going, but a lot ticked. of people are working. A lot of people can work. And there's plenty hiring hiring signs out in businesses. So, you know, there's still 10 million vacancies and jobs out there, Debbie. So, yeah, that's what I said. People can work two jobs if they want to. There's restoration of what was, not creation of what was. So let's get our, our words correct. I'm tired of hearing Biden talk about creation of jobs. He's rest- the restoring jobs that were lost during the pandemic. Well, I realize you look, you like to stretch the truth a little bit. You know, you don't want to no, Jim. face reality. When when businesses start up, that's creation. When business new businesses start, that's creation. How many oh, how right. many they do create jobs? How many businesses closed during the pandemic, Jim? How many? I don't know. A lot. I, don't know how many I hope a lot, a lot of them. A lot of them. Are, I hope yeah. a lot of them are reopening their doors. I hope they are. I hope they are too. Uh, Miss York, I'm going to throw you a bone. You, I always try to. You never throw me one. Um, I, I actually think that. I mean, I, I don't know if it's Biden should get credit for it. I mean, like, nothing he's done. I think. Uh, 
points to credit, but it's happening on his watch. Uh, that I, I think you know Goldman Sachs has pulled back their uh, their prediction on a chance, saying the chance of a recession in in 2023 is now down to 25 percent, and I think that's 25 percent and falling. Um, so that you know that's good news, and uh, and I I think there's a very good chance now, and so does Goldman Sachs, that we will not experience a recession this year. And that's a good thing. Um, well, I think the Feds have done a credible job because Biden really doesn't have that much control over it. I mean, the Fed the the Feds start raising interest rates at at, at appropriate time. It looks like they're they're doing a good job doing that. You know, the Federal Reserve raising interest rates is trying to slow, trying to have a soft landing, as they call it. It's causing pain for some people, but it looks like they've got it about right, Mister York. I agree, the Fed. Uh, also, another thing that's not under Biden's control really at all, even though he gets blamed for it and takes credit for it when it when it's right, gets blamed for it when it's wrong. He really doesn't have much control over it. The supply chain is finally starting to restore itself, and uh, that will be a huge uh, uh, that will cut inflation uh, a lot. And uh, yeah. Yeah, and he mentioned the supply chain last night about trying to make more things in this country, bringing back more manufacturing jobs and make the things that we really, really need, like all these chip plants that's being started up around the country. That's going to help a lot because we don't need to depend on Taiwan or China for chips. And almost everything we use includes the chip technology. Well, I'm not much up on that one. I am I am going up this afternoon to see our Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen make a speech at the uh at the battery plant that's being built up in Spring Hill. And you know, she's gonna talk about how the uh what what is it, the infrastructure bill or what yeah, the investment in that plant's gonna help you know? bill, you know, they're investing five or six billion dollars up there and I assume two or three billion of it probably is coming from the federal government. And uh to invest in a big hole in the ground. And I'm sorry the way I see it, you know, I'm glad anybody's investing here in Murray County. I'm glad Murray Countyans are gonna get jobs, but at the end of the day, we're going to see a big shuttered battery plant here by 2025. Um, yeah. Overall, I think the Biden administration and, and, and the and the plans, the policies that he have, allows Tennessee to reap about $15 billion in, in different things. You know, water filtration and the battery plant, and they're starting a couple more plants like the Ford out in Mason and stuff of that nature. So there is some some windfall for Tennesseans from what they're doing, what Biden is doing, you know? Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, the old theory is, if you can get federal money, take it. You know, it doesn't cost us anything. Uh, You know, let's reference the discussion we were having yesterday. Only a fool believes that we can borrow money, the United States can borrow money endlessly without penalty. Uh, now, where the penalty starts to come in, nobody knows. Uh, it may be two years from now. It may be 20 years from now. But at some point, uh, we're, we're not talking about We're talking about the collapse of the American dollar. We're talking about where 
you know, you start adding zeros to the dollar bill like they do in Zimbabwe, uh, and uh, and that and that's uh, and and you know, a hundred dollars would buy a cup of coffee, or maybe three hundred dollars would buy a cup of coffee. That's the consequence of that. That's well, I think our debt right now. I think seven seven trillion of it is interest right now. Every day that's compounding, and as interest rates go up, that means that interest on our debt goes up. I mean, and I think we've got probably a hundred trillion off the books of debt. So we've really got to get it under control if we can. At this point, it may be too far gone. But why is our dollar always less than the British pound? Uh, the British have to manage the value of. They're not. They used to be that before World War II. They were the uh, world reserve currency. Of course, they're using the euro now, aren't they? Mm-mm. No, they no. they got out the they euro always back to the pound. Yeah, they, they, they cannot. But we have always no. been less valuable than that British pound. No, well, I'm no, telling no, you no, the no. reason for it. They have to. They do not have the luxury of the borrowing power that we do. Uh, so, when when the the pound is threatened uh, in terms of its currency, its value, what you can buy with it, uh, they have to. Uh, raise taxes and impose uh, strict spending cuts. They have to do both. Uh, look at what Greece had to do about five years ago because they wanted they were using the euro, and uh, in order to stay in the European Union, and they had to keep the value of the euro sound in Greece, and they had to impose draconian spending cuts and large tax increases to keep the euro intact. Well, you know the good news about. Uh, Greece and uh, the United Kingdom is that they don't they they don't they know that they can't borrow without penalty and so they start to do something about it it's painful big big spending yeah. cuts big tax hikes but they keep it in the in the within the rails now countries like Venezuela and Zimbabwe do no such thing and their currency is worth the paper it's printed on yeah, you know, it looks like when I went to England, went to London, Paris, uh, went to London, give them a twenty dollar bill, and look like I got a couple shillings back in my hand. I said, "God, dog, what happened?" <laughs> well, if we managed our currency the way they do, they do, then our currency would be worth that much, uh, but it's not. Uh, so we're taking a break. Coming back. Parks Motor Sales is Middle Tennessee's home for the best GMC vehicles on the market. Visit Parks at 919 Nashville Highway and test drive truck favorites like the GMC Sierra or Canyon. Or try a popular SUV like the GMC Acadia or Terrain. Parks also has a wide variety of certified pre-owned vehicles for every need. At ParksMotorSales.com, you'll see an extensive inventory, their latest deals, and servicing options. Shop Parks Motor Sales once and you'll agree. Parks, GMC, we are professional grade. 
Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy.
All right, we're back. Three news with a view. I'm dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Jim York. How are you? No, yeah. Jim York, how you doing? <laughs> Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Delk, I got a question to ask Debbie when you get when you introduce it. Okay. Debbie Matthews, regular special guest dude. Good morning. Good morning. Well, that made me want to grab a hold of something and hang on. That He's got a question for me. What is it, Jim? I'm holding this post here. Yeah, all right. It's, it's not bad. I was just wondering. You know, we got a lot of growth, and we've been talking about growth on this program for for a couple of years. Right. Now. Massive growth that's coming to Columbia. Right. And and when I look around and I travel around, I see housing developments all over the place. They're three, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars in my neighborhood, and uh, up north of Spring Hill, and they're building this big plant up in Spring Hill that will bring about a number of different type of workers. Everybody's not going to make six figures working at that factory. But have you heard any discussions about building affordable housing in Columbia area? I have not. It's always been a question. And when I was on the council, there were a lot of developers that were building lower-end housing. And their main mantra was is that you have to have um, houses of all values for everybody, but at the time we had no middle management or higher end properties, which was the problem. So, but right now, Columbia especially, uh, it's it's at the top end of purchasing right now. I mean, it it and lots of places in Murray County. I mean, what you are seeing here is what happened to Williamson County, where police officers, teachers, and nurses couldn't live in their own community. They had to come south, right? Yeah, yeah we're seeing Yeah, that. when I was and up there and the development was going on in Cool Springs and Franklin, you know, you had workers working, building sidewalks and doing it, but they couldn't live in Franklin or Cool Springs. They had to go down to Mount Pleasant or further Perry County or whatever. You know, and I'm, I'm wondering, are we going to be susceptible to the same type of thing happening when people move in here and start working at this plant and making big money but they can buy the three or four hundred five hundred thousand dollar units but people that's working at the lower end of the spectrum won't be able to afford to live here i have heard that i, I that, think you're probably right Mr. well, York, I, well answer, I have heard that uh I have a friend that was very involved with the battery plant when it came, and he does have a concern that there's not going to be housing that these uh, workers there can afford. You know, but when you look at Columbia's population, 30% at the time when I was on the council, 30% traveled north to work. And then you have people from Lawrence County or Wayne County or Giles County traveling into us to work every day. So that migration will probably continue, but... um, as a first-time homebuyer in Columbia, it's so tough, especially because the interest rates are higher now. Again, a year ago, you could borrow $400,000 and pay about $1,600 as your as your payment. Today, that $400,000 is around $2,700 a month payment. It's a big difference, and it has cut down a lot of people that can afford a home. So um, it's it's icky out here right now. So all the talk about... About that the economy's doing great, I just, I'm not seeing it. People are selling things because they can't afford groceries. They're cutting back on stuff. You know, um, I think I saw Zoom this morning's letting go of 15% of its workforce. There's a lot of layoffs going on out there right now. So I disagree with Goldman Sachs. I think we are going to have a recession. 
And uh, I think everybody just needs to be smart and buy some chickens because that's what you, you know. Go. And the city but of Columbia allows <laughs> They got uh, the bird flu out. Well, there's also, I think, massive. I don't know how many chicken plants have burned, which I think is suspect. And then, you know, people are talking about some of the chicken feed is keeping chickens from laying eggs. So everybody's going to more organic stuff. But if you live in the city of Columbia, unless they've changed something since I was on there, you are allowed six chickens per household. They can't free range into your neighbor's yard. They have to be contained. But you can have chickens in the city limits. There so. you go. Chickens. Um, well, Miss York, I, I mean, I, sadly, I agree with you that uh, – um, probably lower income people are getting pushed out of Murray County. I I, I don't like it, I, but I really I don't know what you do about it. Right. Uh, the uh, we are seeing over on East Hill. We've seen more remodels and uh, new builds than in the last three or four years than I've seen in the sixty plus years I've lived over there. Uh, I don't know whether I don't know how affordable those places are those new homes but they're they're certainly that's the first i've never seen up to the last two or three years you know new uh new new builds and uh really nice rebuilds in that part of town in my life until now yeah, they got uh, new bills up on uh, north james campbell boulevard you know considerable number of units have been built up there within the last year and uh, it's all over town. Uh, single lot development is going up. Wherever I guess wherever people can purchase a lot and build something, they're building. I looked at a place on North James Campbell. It's down in a swell, man. It looked like if you get two inches of water, that thing's going to flood. But I don't know if they've protected it well. But uh, they've, they've got a brand new house sitting down in the swell. And, you know, with a fence and a nice little house, it's probably a single family dwelling. It's probably affordable for most people. But I'm saying, overall, I don't see affordable housing being developed. Look like the, the city and the county ought to get together and do some of those units around wherever possible. Uh, to, so you to, want the you want the, the city and county people. to be in the development business, Jim? Is that's what you yeah, want them to extend? Yeah, they can be in the development business. So you want them to buy the property the develop- and build it, de- and then put people in it. That's they, they could, you know, have a, a, a private partnership with somebody. Well, so we do that with the economic development uh, district for uh, certain areas of town. So that's underway to build and give really low interest loans to families to get families in there. But, you know, you're you're basically now telling the government that they've got to expand and take your tax dollars to buy property and then to build and then to, to sell it and not build it for what they could sell it for, that to build it cheaper. So I, I just don't want to see government expand like that, you know. Now, that's me. I just I, don't, I think that's private business that handles stuff like that. And the market well, will take care of everything. If, well, if the, the community not developing affordable housing, no, Debbie, that's the whole thing. Somebody's got to start something to 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 create places for people to live. Are we going to have a homeless po- a problem in Columbia? We have a homeless problem in Columbia, Jim. We I have, don't think we have. No, we have. Yeah, we do. We have a homeless problem in Columbia that everybody's yes, ignoring. Do. You know, there was a, a lady sleeping out here on the sidewalk right down here before the forks in the road at West Seventh. Uh, with two big no, Jim, it's everywhere. I'm talking about tents. Go in front when of you the got ten- a tent city, go, You got a homeless. Go problem. in front of the Tennessee Work Board development out here on Northway. You can't even get into the front door. 
I'm telling you, we have a situation. And so. No, we, Mr. Yorkie wasn't on this show. The Reverend Chris Bowie uh, was here. And let's see, there's a fundraiser this weekend for Crossroads yeah. something. Do you know yeah. where it is, Debbie? I don't know where it is. Uh, it's at the factory. It's at the factory okay. Saturday night. Uh, tickets, I think, are 50. $50. And it's Crossroads to home maybe cross and the idea is that um it's it's a number of it's 85 different charitable organizations who will help out people in need who are homeless in yes. murray county yes. and over underneath the harvest share building what the the crossroads organization the the purpose of it is to let the homeless come in over there build some trust with them uh get to know them uh, let them get some food and a shower and figure out which one of those 85 agencies is appropriate for their needs. And so it's sort of a, an interface between the homeless population and the various charitable organizations. And, you know, they, they, the problem may be, you know, it may be substance abuse. It well, may, it may be mental the, health. Well, there's, well, there's maybe just they had a car wreck. And they're down could have been. Luck, well, know? and that whatever that, it is, those are easy fixes that we can somehow come up with the five through the family center or other agencies to help people that maybe have a car accident and it balloons like that or well, snowballs. Point is, uh, Reverend Bally came in with some numbers on the homeless here in Murray County, and and they are. They're significant. Well, as well, a, you, now, now you I, I, one I, Jim, that's homeless. That's a problem. It, well, it, it is, and it's tragic. Let me say this: I lived and worked on Music Row for over twenty years, twenty-five years, and I saw the difference from when I was first there to the end. Okay. I now, as a city official living off of West 6th, we would have cars or taxis sent over to Columbia and people getting out. My neighbor's asking, what are y'all doing? They said, well, we were in Lewisburg, and they paid us a, a taxi to come over here because they said we have Section 8 housing in Columbia. Okay, so when you start... When you start affiliating, lots of people come from all different areas to try to take care of those services, which doubles your problem immediately. So we've got to get a hold of this because the Nashville study on homelessness basically said 90% is a substance abuse problem at the root. So if we don't have ways to take care of that, then you're not going to take care of the homeless situation. It's complex, and in, in Columbia, Murray County needs to be prepared on what that looks like. We have people panhandling on the square. There's a, a woman that has, has gotten um, pretty aggressive out here at, at the front of Puckett's, and she has been told not to come in Puckett's anymore. She begs everybody and says that she needs fuel for her car, but she has a raging Addiction, And she's out there every day going up to people in their car, their car doors, knocking. And, you know, so our people that are coming into town, you know, as visitors or whatever, this is what they're met with on the square. And it's getting worse. All right. Well, Well, maybe we need to do what Eric Adams is trying to do in New York, and that's uh, to try to... (laughs) 
if there's a parents of mental illness to try to corral well, those people and yes. get them some treatment. Well, yes. And I know we're building another medical center. But the immigrants facility, in New York, Jim, are leaving. In, in New York, up here in, in on uh, Troutwood. Yes, but the illegal immigrants in New York are saying that the homeless and drug addiction is too much for them. They're going to Canada. So now they're going further north because of the homeless and drug yeah, situation and, and takes, violence. Yeah, all right. We're starting to jump around again. But mm. uh, while, while we're, you know, the, the cost of living in Murray County is getting high, and uh, there's really not anything. Government can't fix that. Uh, and now they, they they may be doing some fix to it by. Uh, the Economic Development Board is working on it. Maybe you add to some public housing, you know. You've, but, you know, is public housing permanent housing? Or is it just shelter for a little while, you know? I think our public housing does a lot of good, but I, I do know that there's one man that's been there 70 years or 50 years, and it's like, is that what public housing is for? We've got to redefine the purpose and say, what do we do? Is this transition homes, or what do we do to get people back on their feet? There's just really very little government can do to provide Well, when developers make a commitment to build affordable housing, they'll do that, you know. Um, Maybe the government doesn't need to be in there, but so when when real estate agents are selling property, maybe they need to encourage people to build some affordable housing. Okay, so Jim, if you had 100 acres to sell, are you going to sell it at market value for yourself to make the most out of it, or are you going to sell it cheaper so they can put cheaper homes on there? As you as the owner, what are you going to do? A hundred acres. If you oh, had a hundred, do a lot with a hundred acres. I could probably sell some at a higher cost and and then build some affordable housing on it also. If Jim, if you had if you had acreage, you would you would build houses to make the maximum amount of money you could at the time of development. But if you if you create a, a mixed environment for homes, you're gonna make money either way. You know, you can uh, balance it out. And, oh come on, the, you, people want to make the most money they can, and that's just common sense. You know, speaking of crazy town, though, okay, you, you brought up Eric Adams, Mr. York. You know, here's a fellow, a Democratic mayor of New York, who's screaming that he's overrun with these migrants or illegal, right. illegal. Some some say that just because they've declared for asylum, they're legal, and for all practical purposes, they are once they ask for asylum. Uh, but they're not you know, illegal when they ask for asylum. They are legally in this country. Yeah, that's what, that's he just what said. I just said, Mr. York. And okay. you know, it shouldn't be, but they, they really are illegals. But they, yes, they're legally in the country, and they will they will stay here forever once they ask for asylum. They right. will never be brought for a hearing. Well, on well, you know, if people were shipping folks here in Colombia, you'd be up, you'd be riled up too. You know, that's what's happening. They've been shipping busloads we don't... of folks up there. It's not a natural flow. It's, it's creating a problem by Abbott and right, DeSantis from Florida. Abbott's let, got a problem. Let me, let me, well, Abbott losing needs his to mind. with the problem rather than shipping it somewhere else. So the El Paso you know, people right now, deserve that, Jim. Tulsa, uh, Tucson people deserve that. New York will never pay attention to it because they don't, they're too far away until it's right New on their York's front door. New has got its own problems. In, we, they they named themselves no a sanctuary city. Nobody else did. New York says it's that, a sanctuary city. As far as I'm concerned, that's human trafficking even though eric all right let's come back on the other side i mean this this whole the democratic party and this, this lies are a joke well let's don't forget new york's sacrificing their profits to support southern states yeah yeah that's right <laughs> yeah look it up <laughs> southern states
This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one-of-a-kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color. Gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia and Lewisburg. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Terry, registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Kick off the new year with new home upgrades from Hiller. This month, when you buy something you need for your home, we'll give you something you want. For a limited time, when you purchase a new whole home generator, new tankless water heater, or select new HVAC systems, we'll give you a free 55-inch TV, free solo smokeless stove, or a free Nintendo Switch. Pick your prize when you upgrade essential systems for your home. Don't wait. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Front Porch Radio is Southern Middle Tennessee's home for the best in news, talk, and sports. Missed out on any favorite Front Porch programs? Check us out online at frontporchradiotn.com to download episodes of your favorite podcast. Listen live or listen online. Search for it on your favorite podcast app. iTunes, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Alexa. Join us on the porch. Frontporchradiotn.com. Yeah, I just want to say that your show is disgusting. Two white men and a white woman attacking a black man who's a Democrat, yet you have no balance to anything that you say. You act like a bunch of Southern You are ridiculous. You're a horrible show. You're a horrible representation of Tennessee. Y'all are disgusting. You're disgusting human beings. And either balance it out with someone who has a half a clue what they can talk about. You got a bus driver up there acting like he's better than him just because of what? I have no idea what his points are other than what Tucker Carlson told him what to say. Y'all are disgusting human beings. You need to get off the 
Three Dudes with a View, triggering liberals between Dollywood and Graceland Monday through Thursday from 8 to 9 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM. Welcome back. Three dudes with a view. I am dude number three. My name's Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Jim York. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. Good morning. All right, folks. So we're talking about the border. I think we were. And, uh, you know, so Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, is upset because of all the illegals slash leave, whatever they are. They people who just swam the river down there and uh, are not American citizens and headed for New York because they've given them like rooms in five hundred dollar night hotels. I mean, I'd go there too. Yeah. And, uh, yep. But and you know, of course, Biden said absolutely nothing about the border last night and. You know, nothing to see here. I mean, any of us who've got a cell phone have watched videos after video of thousands and thousands just wading across the river. And the, the, I've even seen the Border Patrol down there helping them get out of boats. and Saving well, their lives. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then all these NGOs give them a care packet and transportation and all this kind of stuff. Yet Seth Campbell, our resident Democrat, uh, who writes every week in the... Um, Main Street Murray says this. Uh, Republicans re- refuse to share the good news coming from the border. This past month, the Border Patrol reported the lowest number of attempted crossings since President Biden took office. By quickly expelling the apprehended folks, it is dissuading future migrants from crossing illegally. This is a common-sense approach that will impact and help alleviate the issues at our southern border. I mean, that, that, that is just la-la land. Now, I mean, I, this listen. guy, he needs he needs to go out there to that new place on, you know. I mean, he's delusional. I mean, well, you it's, all fail to realize, though, Dell. You fail to realize and tell the listening audience that yeah, there are people crossing the border and waiting <laughs> through the. the, the he talks like there's ten. There pe- he talks like there's ten the people. Side, there are officials on the other side apprehending them, and they're going through the process. They would. Why would they stand in line if they weren't going through a process? They'd be running all over the place. Do you know what Mexico said last week, Jim? Do you know what Mexico said last week? What difference does it make? Mexico said last week, thank you, U.S. You are solving our problems with (laughs) the gang members and drugs because they're all going into the United States. Looking for a better life just like. Your folks got off the boat at Ellis Island and was looking for a better life. I don't mind that. If you want to make more illegal immigration per year, up the number. But they have to come into a certain place, and they have to do it legally. That's what they're doing. No. They're coming to a certain place. They're getting processed, and then Uh, they get shipped to New York. Oh, Abbott. They are processed oh. for permanent. They are processed oh. for permanent residency in the United States. That's all there is to it. And and in a million and, person and, city. And, and talk about living in La La Land. You know, there's a few shows back, Mister York, that you said that the reason that we're concerned about this migration, illegal immigration, whatever you want to call it, um, 
is the reason that we don't like it is because they're brown people. It's 160 countries, of no, course. I, I, yeah, yeah, that that's part of the reason. It's a complex situation. Uh, all right, all right. You got three white guys. Uh, you know, one white woman. I'm I'm an old white guy. Uh, Clayton's a white guy. Have had any of y'all ever heard anybody say, "I don't like those brown people"? No. No, no, no! It doesn't. You don't have to say it. It's the actions that take place. Uh, uh, Dale, uh, nobody <laughs> complained about the guy that attacked uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband. He wasn't illegal. Nobody talks about that. He was from Canada, but he wasn't brown, and he stayed over here with no problem until he attacked Pelosi's husband. You know, I don't care who Paul Pelosi's lover is. Brown, yellow, white, doesn't that's, matter. That's a lie. That's not the truth. Just that, like there was no type of relationship between that guy and Paul Pelosi. What, what, it's just like that's, Biden that's last night. Biden, in another Republican lie. Well, last night, Joe Biden lied and said the guy was a Trump, a pro-Trump person. You just said he was from Canada. I don't know anybody from Canada that supports Trump. And number two, if you investigate this guy, he's definitely, he lived in Berkeley. He had a Black Lives Matter sign in his window of his apartment it's a joke you're talking about a lie last night was i don't a lie. know i don't know where you found that at clayton but that's not true it is true it's 100 percent true it's 100 percent true some right-wing writer that's right there you go talking you about go. a fall of an american city san francisco is gone the crime is off the charts. I would the not is off. go there. No, well, let's safe. talk about nashville nashville's gone columbia might be gone because they had a standoff yesterday didn't they Two days Twelve ago. hours. That was a domestic stand. I, mean, I don't that, care what it is. It was still breaking the law when you well, shoot at a policeman. Well, it all starts with law and order of, of legally judges, coming into yeah. the country or not and being deported if you are breaking the law. All of these yeah, things matter, We signed Jim. an international agreement to be a, a, a country of asylum, and that's what we're doing the best we can. No, it's not perfect, but why don't the Republicans and the Democrats sit down and let's work it out to create a better system? It Mr. can be done, you you all. You know, it can be done if we sit down and do it together. Ms. York, we've been through this with you before. You know, I said, okay, what might we do in ways of, you know, a compromise and work it out? And you said, okay, we can, we can agree on a number. But then I said, okay, I think we could do that. And I said, okay, then could we then finish the wall to ensure that that is the number that get in each year? And you said no. The wall so, is a non-starter deal. Then why That's did Biden we, put we a got, wall up around got, the Capitol got, last night, Jim? We got 600 people. Ms. Ms. York, that's that proves in DCS that you don't. kids that we're not spending money on, and, and your you know, governor I'm, wants to start a $100 million fund for anti-abortion <sighs> clinics in the state. That's crazy. Do what you got to do to take care of the current problem. Well, one thing's for sure, though. It's not because they're brown that people don't want them. They're worried about the impact on our schools, our roads, our uh, the infrastructure. You know, homeless, pr- the ho- their hospitals in homeless El situation. Uh, hospital collapse. Healthcare cost. Yeah, I mean, they're concerned about. Uh, being able to absorb these people, uh, they're not. Well, we're not absorbing our own citizens in Tennessee. There's then stop the ill- then stop it. Then stop sending them in for us to have more people to care for, Jim. That just makes sense. We're coming because this is we're a coming because you've allowed the door to be open. Nope, it is. Well, nope, 
There's almost five million extra people. In two years, I think it's five million people that have crossed. Five million, Jim. Okay. Take the Statue of Liberty down, Debbie. Get your little committee. Go up there and hack you know the what? Statue of Liberty down. Then we won't have to deal when with it. When the Statue problem. of Liberty went up, there was a whole lot fewer people here, and they still turn people away at Ellis Island, especially if they were sick. So don't talk to me about that. Read a little bit of history. Okay. Oh, I know about history. Yeah, they turned. You know, they didn't want them bringing disease in the country. I, I'm sort of turn them away. That's, I'm sort of beginning to like. I'm I'm sort of beginning to like this. I mean, the, you know, there's a, the the old trope about you know white people versus people of color is being blown up, uh, and uh, you know the one thing about these Hispanic folks is, and I sort of I, I'm I'm beginning to sort of think it's probably a good thing. They work. Well, they, it's not only work, they work like crazy. They're, and, not, uh, they're also and, very and, pro it being legally immigrated here in the United States, yeah, and we, the crime rates being these, kept down. These, these folks if don't. We had an immigration policy that was <clears throat> equitable across the board between Haitians, Cubans, and other people of other ethnic groups. Then it wouldn't be so I'd bad. I'd rather just have no immigration policy is, at all, like we have we, now. We give Cubans a <laughs> hand up. We give other ethnic groups a hand up, but we hold back on people that are from the brown countries. You know, that is the biggest crock I've ever heard in my life. That is those those countries are. That is a true fact. That is not not a true fact because those people are pouring in here by the thousands every day. And as you say, as you say, they need asylum, and they're claiming it. So even the brown people from Afghanistan, there's been soldiers who work with people over there, say that they can't get asylum over here because they are brown. Well, Eat maybe Biden should have handled us leaving Afghanistan either better. Right. And- well, I mean, let, let's, let me continue, though. Y'all always just jump all over the place. The, uh, you know, I'm the, giving you examples. I'm not jumping. Well, you aren't giving me any examples valid examples. Of, so all you got to do is your theory. All you got to do is go to YouTube. You see thousands of brown people cross through Rio Grande today, and they'll get asylum. They'll seek asylum. So that's just in line. That's what the law says. They have a right. That's well, what the law okay, says. Okay, so you you agree with me? But what I like about these brown people is they work. And they, well, I think people now. What you're trying to and they don't Delk, on the side is that black people don't work. Black people built this country. Now don't, that don't I'll go read the 1619. Yeah, courthouse in Columbia was built by black people. Don't I, go there with me, buddy. Uh, yeah, I'll go did there they, with you. Did That's they find it, crazy Jim? 1619. Did they design it too? BS. What all did they do? Did they They're, do everything from slaves to didn't build this country? There weren't enough of them. I know it's like the, six the percent. Even build the the Irish the wall the walls on my rock walls of my farm. The Irish did, you know. They, every every southern state when they engaged in the and Civil as you War, say, the southern states statement that it was killing slavery and destroying their economic development. Every southern state that it, went to war. So you know, don't. Don't try and, to bully and me. As you, and if you pointed what you out, think is the right thing if, to say these if, days. If you pointed out as recently as yesterday, the southern states are dirt poor, and the federal government gives them money. So yeah, they know. are. They are. Yes. Look it up. So the I'm slaves like built Ron, nothing. Look it up. They picked some cotton, and that that is just a false. What these Hispanic people don't do is cloak themselves in victimhood. They get to work, they buy a car, they buy a house, they send their 
kids to college, and they don't sit around going, oh, I can never do this because I grew up but in they, some But they poor... haven't been slaves, I... Del. They hadn't been slaves. Jim, Jim, Jim. But they've Jim. traveled three, they grew up in dirt. They traveled 3,000 miles on their hands and knees. They've had They've been food insecure. They've been subject to Mexican drug cartels. They've been subject to uh, disease, uh, sex crimes, all sorts of things. They've had a lot of bad things happen to them. Yeah, I they, agree. They They've don't had cloak a, a bad hand. They've they, had a real bad they hand. Don't cloak and when they come and to this country guess, where there's plenty to try to help themselves you all try to turn them away. Guess who else no. doesn't, Don't come here. Guess who else doesn't cloak themselves in victimhood? Indians, people from the country of India, they come here and they get to work. Love them. They yeah, get to do work. Do you know how they classify themselves when they come here? I have no idea. Don't care. Don't make any difference, huh? According to a 19 or I'm sorry, an 1860 census, 1.4% of free people own slaves. They they're yeah. There just weren't enough of them to build this country. Not not enough what to build this country? Slaves. Oh man, are you out your mind? No. You got you are hell, you need to go back to school, man. Mr. York, There's history. You, you're the one who documentation need, after you documentation need, you need, after documentation. You need to quit listening to this the ridiculous number, the number of 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 developments and buildings that were built by slaves during before the Civil War. Miss York, only four of the original thirteen columns colonies had slaves. This is ridiculous. You need to quit listening to that ridiculous sixteen nineteen drivel. Try looking ahead, not backward. Try getting uh, black folks to succeed by looking ahead. They will never succeed as long as they see themselves as victims. And and there is no sense now. Well, there's not a lot of victims it's, it's, in this country. I think there's enough credible it's 200 black people years since in the Civil War. Get over the board it. Than you have ever seen in your life. It's sure more than when we grew up to. At, Look at who the else. Time we in, Indian so Americans. They're not saying victimhood. Indian Americans. Don't blame anybody. You, you ought to see what they go through in India. I mean, grinding yeah, property. Right. Denise like, like D'Souza, right? Like Denise D'Souza, who yeah, comes he over can, here, and the first thing he does is write against affirmative he, action. He comes from he grinding poverty. He against comes from grinding, par- grinding party, and like all other Indians, he comes here and he gets to work and he succeeds. Asian Americans, yeah. they they were the the, the original slave. Everybody that, works except black people, right, Dale? Everybody works except black people. Where did I'm that a, statement come from, Jim? Nobody said that but you. Well, that's what he's insinuating. No, that's where that is well, somewhere inside of you. That, I, what I am saying is as long as black culture cloaks itself in 1619 theory, they will be perpetual victims and a permanent underclass. Del, it's not a theory about segregation. I lived it, buddy. That I know you theory. did. I was-